UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. And I think we're recording. I get intro. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have another fascinating guest with me today. Today we're going to be getting things uh, from the, the paranormal perspective, the paranormal from a Christian perspective. Um, like I said, I like to, I respect all areas of the paranormal and religious on my show. And I like to get different ideas because I feel like everybody has a piece of the puzzle. So if we can have better open discussions about what it is we're all dealing with, we could have a better understanding of what's going on as far as like the paranormal reality, the alien reality, are they demons? And who I'm talking about is I have Dan Duvall with me at Bride Ministries. Um, he's a deliverance minister. Um, he's, uh, he has a, he's has a really big following on YouTube as well. Um, he's really experienced with like the demonic hierarchy, SRA victims, SRA means satanic ritual abuse victims. And he even touches into like the my lab stuff and aliens too. So with all that said, I want to give him a big warm welcome to the show and thank him for coming. Dan, thank you for coming on my show. How are you? I'm fantastic, Rob. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this first. Like, um, how did you get into doing being a deliverance minister in Bride Ministries, and why Bride Ministries? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, if I had thought about it more, the branding may have been more masculine. We have. <laughs> Would you like to join the Bride Tribe, men? <laughs> but I'll I'll get to that. You know, I I started life with a disposition towards being able to see into the other side of the veil. Um, and it wasn't pleasant uh, from a young age. I would see like literally with my physical eyes, demonic entities. Um, one of the first ones, like I was maybe, I don't know, two or three years old, something like that. I, I remember actually following this skeleton like entity, like around my parents' bedroom, like walking around like, what is that? And like, I could see it, but they, my parents couldn't see what I was pointing at and following around. It was, you know, uh, later on my experience with these entities, you know, it would, it was very fear inducing. I remember like, I, you know, cause I would just be asleep now, I'd just wake up and they would just be there. Like I'd see stuff and the presence of the entities was like pure fear. So it would, it would be the atmosphere. It, it I mean, I, my voice would close up. I would be, I would see this thing, and you know, you go to scream like, 
and you can't scream because, you know, and so oftentimes I just jump out of my bed, run to my parents' bedroom. Um, that went on for years. One of the things that I learned in my experience with this torment was, you know, my mom was Christian and, and she would pray in the name of Jesus and that seemed to help. And later on down the road, what I noticed is that if I was uh, dealing with something of that nature, dealing with a spiritual attack, you know, when I cried out on the name of Jesus, like it would stop. And so that was an early faith builder for me. Um, there was a, a season where I like went through this type of torment and then it stopped for a while. And I remember uh, in middle school, there was a point where I decided I wanted to become more serious about my faith. I'd gone to like a youth camp or whatever. And it was like, in response to that, it seemed like the, the powers of darkness, we'll just call them, uh, <laughs> got pretty upset. And so it was like a new phase of attack started on my life where instead of dealing with like seeing them, phys like, like they, they would be in the spirit, but I, I would see them with my physical eyes. Instead of that, it started to be, they would like step through portals and then jump on me and physically wrestle my body. So it would be like going into a sleep paralysis and then getting beat up by something that's not physically there. So I went through that and it, and the first night it happened, it, I mean, it's, it felt like it went on for like an hour plus, like I was just getting my butt kicked by this thing. And it, it didn't stop until I finally was able to kind of like wake up a little bit and, and say the name of Jesus. And then it like lifted but it opened up a whole season of life for me where I went through the sleep paralysis. I would be in a deep dream state and I could feel the entities crawl into like the dream. And it was like, oh my gosh, here we go. I can't wake up fast enough. And then I begin to get pummeled. And it's like, I have to wake up out from under that. And there was a point where it seemed like this would happen to me virtually every night. Um, and so, you know, for me, that, that, was it was like life it was like normal so at, at, when you're dealing with stuff like this and and, and it, it, it normalizes it normalizes and then you just get used to life like oh well, i guess this is just how my life is going to go i'm just going to deal with this and wake up go the next day and just you know everything's normal and kosher whatever it is it's, and, and but you know once i got to college like there was a, a significant drop off not that it completely stopped in fact i actually had to I remember getting to college, I had to warn my roommate. I was like, listen, bro, if I ever like wake up yelling, like that, cause it happens sometimes, like just understand, like I get targeted. Like the, these things, they do come after me sometimes and, and it just is what it is. And for the most part, I didn't have to deal with it that much in college, but I do remember one specific event that was absolutely awful i had gotten absolutely um smashed like wasted drunk and like the next day i was totally hung over in college and so um this this was at a time where i i was not really tracking with the faith and and i was just kind of like doing my thing but yeah I, I woke up that morning i was totally hung over and and um i kind of had woken up used the bathroom went back to my bed laid back down and then I hit that point between waking and sleeping. And it was very freaky because at that point, the attack started. And I had a little 13-inch television in my dorm room. And the thing literally went 
to uh, a white noise, just that, like, from my perspective, it was like I shifted dimensions. It was like it just went to white noise, even though it was on a channel. And it was the ring. So it's, you know, a lot of maybe your viewers have seen that movie way back in the day where the woman crawls out of the television. Yeah, there was something. It wasn't her, like with the hair over her face, but it was like this. I don't know how else to explain it. It was like a two-dimensional entity. It, it only was like a plane. It wasn't 3D, but it came out of the television. And I was laying there, sleep paralyzed, I'm in, in, inside the horror movie. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And I just knew, I was like, I'm about to get absolutely trashed. And I did. And it kind of did this thing where it just flashed around the room because it, it didn't like move like a smooth path. It would just kind of like appear, disappear, appear, disappear, boom, 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 boom. And then whammo, it just jumped on me. And, and then I just went through it for a while and finally got it off. It's, you know, I, so I dealt with a lot of things that I'm, I'm skipping a lot, but just to introduce your listeners, like I went through it with these entities the other side of the veil, I had definite exposure and I had a lot of questions. My questions were along the lines of what the heck? And like, how do you really make this stuff stop? And so that put me on a path. When I turned my life back to Jesus, I really dove in head first in, in that. Cause I was curious. I was like, look, I, I know two things. I know two things. Um, I know that the name of Jesus stopped most of these experiences, like, you know, once it was pronounced, but it would just stop it in that event and there would be further events. Now, like, why does it keep happening? And why does Jesus, that name seem to have this power? And what's, why do I have experiences that not everybody shares? And so, yeah, that is the springboard that definitely set my path towards understanding deliverance ministry. And when I began to crack the code for myself, um, I was able to also crack it for others. When I developed prayer strategies that worked for me and stopped the torment in my own life, I found that they were also working for others. I remember early on I had um, produced this prayer. I called it the evening prayer. It was a prayer that... Um, I, I, I had composed after I mapped, I was able to actually map spiritually the reasons why I'd get hammered at night. And I applied specific scriptures from the Bible and, 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 and uh, prayer strategies based on that mapping to stop the stuff. And it worked. And I talked to other people and, uh, you know, they would say, you know, I can't sleep this and that. And I'd say, why don't you try this prayer? And I give them the prayer and the testimonies would come back. It's like, I've slept better than I ever slept in my whole life. And eventually they started getting shared. And that was like the first prayer resource I built. And, you know, things grew, right? So eventually I land in the situation where I am, you know, using prayer resources to help people overcome torment and bondage and, you know, harassment from entities of every type, size, shape, form, backgrounds of every type from my labs to government projects, MK Ultra, satanic ritual abuse, cult abuse of various kinds, incest-based families. I mean, you name it. Like, they're, like we've been helping people across the spectrum of backgrounds that just can't, you know, seem to get a break. And uh, there's been a lot of fruit. So that, that's, that's how I, I, I got that. Now, the, the name of the ministry, Bride Ministries, that just came in prayer um, back probably when 
2000. No, it was before that. It was uh, something. I think. I think I would say 2006, 2007, and it was. I was just in prayer, and it came like a, a download, and I and I knew that I had to. When I planted a ministry, call it that. And so there you go. That's fat. This is fascinating. But I'm, what I'm going to get into is <clears throat> what do you think's going on with like SRA victims, target individuals, my labs, alien abductees? Do you think they all share something in common? Do you think a lot of it's demonic? I mean, obviously the my labs are government based, right? But like, do you think they all have something in common or what do you notice like the, the pattern with these individuals? Like why? I mean, like it's, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, how does a targeted individual become targeted or how does a SRA victim, I guess SRA victims vary, right? Cause they could be all different kinds of satanic ab abuse, but do you find patterns in that stuff? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. So it's a very, uh, that, that's a huge question, Rob. I mean, and, and all right. So what is my opinion? Number one, I think that a lot of targeting for abduction stuff, is related to a concept I would call iniquity. And it's a genetic conversation. I actually think it's connected to markers, markers in the blood and markers in the DNA. In other words, these, um, you know, okay, so the military abductions, yes, people in the military are going off in craft and often that technology is based on technology that was brought in from other realms, other worlds, other entity groups. And often Wait, they are working with other. Or do you think it's interplanetary? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Do you, do you on a side note, do you think that's interdimensional? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's interdimensional and interplanetary, both. Okay. okay. I, I didn't know, because like some Christian people don't believe there's um, life on other planets. So I didn't know where you stood on that. I, I thought that was an important thing to bring up because like, you know, I, ju I just want to get your whole perspective on this because I think we're dealing with like a lot of shit, like, right. Excuse my language, but like between like everything that people are dealing with, it's just a lot. Right. But I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. I just thought that was <laughs> probably important. To yeah. It's okay, right? So uh, look, it, there, there's a lot of Christians out there, um, and not all of us agree. <laughs> we'll just put it like that, right? But so we'll talk about my opinion. I have a uh, pretty large worldview or cosmology, so to speak, and and it, the, the, <laughs> the the way that I interpret scripture and the bible i don't actually find a conflict between the scripture and the worldview that i have it's taken a long time to get there because but but part of it is i just don't think that that many people are lying right i mean there are liars out there and then there are people that are just having genuine experiences and the truth is in my opinion right genuine experiences are not necessarily Oh, what happened? Dan, are you still there? You got muted. Uh, froze. He froze up. Uh, I can't pause this. Hopefully he comes back. Let me try to move him out of the stream and move him back into the stream. 
I'll edit this out for later, guys. If you're watching this, then obviously I probably didn't edit it out. But, like, I'm just waiting for Dan to come back in the room. So uh, I, I'm going to probably ask him about, like, SRA victims, which is, you know, satanic ritual abuse, my labs, alien abductions, um, his belief in Jesus, uh, targeted individuals, um, you know, all that stuff. It was just getting good, too, because... He was getting into the DNA markers and abductions and, and and a genetic marker. And I think that comes down to, you know, if he kind of believes that these aliens are demons or something like that, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe that that's what they're doing that for, which goes back into our, our whole, whole question for our aliens hybridizing um, people you know, a species, a hybrid species. And then what are they actually doing with those hybrids? Like, where are they going? Like, that's what I've, a question like I've asked myself all these years is like, what's happening to all these hybrids? Like, are you know, like, um, and I, that's a question I got to ask him. I want to write that down. Um, so I don't forget, but hope, uh, hopefully he, uh, he comes back here in a minute and, uh, and we'll figure it out. I can't pause it. I don't know what to do. Damn it.
I can hear you. Oh, wait. It's not letting me in. What is going on, man? Can you hear me now? Yep. Oh, okay, great, great. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll have to edit all that out because it never stopped recording. So, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. I, I can't remember. I, re I know. Okay. I know I had asked you about abductions I, and I can hear you pretty good. And um, okay. but, all right. All right. You were talking about DNA markers and abductions. And I thought that was really important because I think that ties into like the work of like some UFO researchers like Jacobs and Bud Hawkins and people like that. I mean, did you, do you, have you ever heard of them? Are you familiar? Um, I, I'm familiar with a few re UFO researchers, the ones you mentioned, not so much, but, um, I, I mean, if they're saying it's the DNA, then I'm agreeing because I, I absolutely think it, the DNA is at the center of a lot of the targeting and I'll explain why. Okay. So, so, so th this is a really interesting area of the work that that's been, been, um, Okay, <laughs> it's two questions, right? Because you're asking about my worldview and how I it fits with like Christianity, like how, you know these interdimensional beings and off planet stuff, and how does that make sense with Christianity? And uh, you know, I look at the Bible as a guidebook to the supernatural. But I don't think that the Bible can be interpreted in a 3D context only. Like I don't think that you can take every passage in the Bible and say, well, if it doesn't align with the way I understand the mechanics of the 3D world to work, then um, it's just allegory or metaphor. Like there are concepts in the Bible that are absolutely extraordinary. Like we have been raised up and seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, which is a passage in the New Testament from the book of Ephesians. And it's like, well, how are you raised up and seated in heavenly places while simultaneously being physically alive on the earth? That is a description of interdimensional activity associated with human design. So with that said, like, I, I mean, I, we could go on for a very long time. Um, the idea is that we are ourselves interdimensional beings and there is interdimensional activity and there are interdimensional technologies. And um, there are many, many layers of, of, of creation. There's not only one earth. There are many earths. There are many timelines. There is not just many earths. There are many Mars. There are many Venuses they, they, and they all exist on their own timelines. And, uh, simultaneously and so with the right coordinates you can hop you can um it, the the way the creation works and is layered is quite extraordinary and demon or you know demonic entities and as some of the i wouldn't even classify every entity group as necessarily demonic either like there's there, there's very basic worldviews which says well everything is either human angel or demon and that's it and then like you know there's the reality of what we deal with in our world, which is a lot of nuance. All right. So uh, with that kind of just laid out, I, I, I see that a lot of people that are getting targeted, they are um, uh, uh, targeted for a reason. And, and, I, and I would say that that reason has to do with the DNA and the markers in it and the markers in the book. There's markers in both blood and DNA. And one of the reasons why is because you know, I, I, I work with people with, with memory regressions and memory recall, where what happens with severe trauma is person's soul shatters. And with that shattering of the soul, 
um, an information about an experience will get allocated to the cells of the body, the piece of the soul that is breaking, and it won't go into narrative memory in the mind, which is one of the reasons why a person can go through a severe traumatic experience and not remember any of it. And yet it definitely happened. And, um, you know, we, we meet people all the time, right? They went through a childhood, they were getting abused by their dad from the age of three to, you know, 14. They can't remember any of the abuse. And then suddenly one day in a session of like counseling or whatever, it's like the memories start to surface and it's like, oh my gosh, this happened to me. And it's like, why does that happen? Well, the same thing happens with my labs and with uh, like, we, we could just call it entity abductions. Like they're so traumatic, people uh, will dissociate them. And that, and that memory is often like attributed to parts of the soul. So we are experts at being able to engage with parts of the soul, get the memories back, help to integrate people in a healing experience. That's a lot of what I do. And in the process, we have recovered memories of all shapes and sizes and forms, including memories of what happened when people were in the possession of military entity groups, so on and so forth. And one of the things that seems to be pretty common is, all right, let's say there's a traditional like, you know, abduction experience with the entity group or a my lab, but why, you know, do they always take samples? They're, they're, they're taking blood samples, they're taking semen samples, they're taking eggs out of the womb. They are, um, you know, very scientific. Sometimes there is rape going on. Sometimes they're doing scoops out near the knees or wherever. And, and, and so you, you, people have actually recalled the conversations over them as, 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 these processes are being performed, talking about like what these entities are looking for in the markers they're analyzing. And there's, they're analyzing DNA, they're analyzing blood, and they're saying, you know, well, this person is very useful. They have what we're looking for, or we can't find what we're looking for in this one. That seems to be a qualifier. It's like, well, what does that have to deal with? This is a very deep, uh, deep concept. And, and so, so the Bible has this conversation. And of course, I'm coming at everything from a biblical perspective um, because I believe in Jesus. He changed my life. But, you know, the Bible has this conversation on sin, transgression, and iniquity. And a lot of people get turned off by Christianity because they think, well, you know, Christians are all about blaming people for the way they want to live. They, they're no fun. They, <laughs> you know, they just point the finger and judge. And, and they're all about sin. But really, the Bible, yeah, we do serve a God who is holy. And, and the reason why God hates sin is because he knows what it does to people in the long run. And he loves people. So he does, however, separate a conversation on sin, transgression, and iniquity, where iniquity becomes, in the Bible, uh, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a perversion that sets in on a genetic level. So... Iniquity becomes inheritable, according to scripture, where the Bible says things like God will visit the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. What that means is there are things that the DNA can begin to encode for that create and produce characteristics and abilities in a person. Now, in a very simple sense, you can look at it like this. All right. You have, you know, great granddaddy who's an alcoholic who gives birth to granddaddy who's an alcoholic who gives birth to daddy, who's an alcoholic. Now that son, I guarantee you, he takes one sip of whiskey with his friends 
three out of the four of them do not become alcoholics on that, you know, experience where they're sitting in someone's basement on a sleepover. They find, you know, their dad's stash and they all take a sip and they hate it, except for the one who comes from a long line of alcoholics that it like triggers something, something just turns on. They're looking for alcohol the next day. They're already addicted because it's in the DNA. It's actually like their DNA is encoding for that disposition. And, um, it's 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 what I would consider to be a deviation of original human design. Like we weren't designed to be so easily addicted in our lives, so we put on these you know paths of destruction. But it happens, um, and oftentimes because of decisions of our ancestors. Well, this gets even more fantastic when you begin to understand concepts like what it talks about in the Book of Genesis. The sons of God came into to the daughters of men and had children by them. There's a history in the Bible and other texts, um, not in the Bible only, describing how entity groups um, that are not human have come in, interacted with human groups, sired children. These children are hybrids, and there are lines, lineages that come off of these 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 groups right it talks about it also in the book of one enoch called also the book of watchers it and 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 other sacred texts and so um i mean even if you look at like the tablets of thought it's it, it's called hermes the thrice great because he's like you know this reincarnated being or whatever but he's not fully human i mean it's like and and highly initiated so like you you have these 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 uh, uh, concepts and you begin to pull on them and you say, well, wait a minute. If human history is really what the, the, it's not what we were told in a history class in middle school. Like there is a real record of human history and it's hidden. It's hidden in like sacred sites. It's hidden in the pyramids. It's hidden in uh, uh, deep underground tunnel systems. It's hidden in cave drawings. It's hidden in sacred texts. And, 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 and there's a picture being painted. And then it's all completely contrary to what fiction we're given that says, you know, well, human history is just normal, boring stuff where people just had kids. No, 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 no. Human bloodlines have been tampered with for thousands of years. And that tampering produces iniquity in the blood. It actually is the perversion that 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 allows for these entity groups to find what they're looking for, the, the unique abilities in people that they want to capitalize on. In fact, this even explains what some people would call the Illuminati, right? W when you understand the Illuminati, you understand that this is not just a group of people that, you know, they, they pledge allegiance to a club of people that want to ruin the world or rule it well, with bloodshed and sorcery like this. This is a group of bloodlines. If you're not part of the right bloodline, you're not part of the Illuminati period. You don't just get recruited because you did something evil. Like they, they are looking for markers in the blood. They, they, in fact, within the Illuminati families, they are working on something called the perfection of iniquity. And I know this because I've worked with enough of them that have defected. The perfection of iniquity is, is in an agenda to birth an antichrist, which will sit at the top of their one world government, which they're working on. And, and so that that is like a a, 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 a full dv which is why they do the blood rituals the human sacrifice the abortions the you know mass like 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 national rituals internet like they're they're working on perfecting iniquity which then you know each generation they compound it they compound it from one generation to this is the, the science behind how they do their stuff so 
So with that said, these entity groups, they're, they're working on a, you know, an interdimensional level with interdimensional vehicles. It's actually part of like a very large plan, right? But they are, you know, scouring, looking for certain things in people, like how can people be used and what can they be used for and what paths can they be set on in order to advance, you know, certain agendas, whatever it is. So, so at the end of the day, when we come back and we look at what, what's in people's DNA, one of the things that we realized is um, Jesus is actually in the business of changing DNA. That's, that's part of the actual, like when I'm ministering deliverance with people, like it isn't just about, you know, we'll get out in the name of Jesus and just casting demons out, which we do. Um, it's also about like supernatural ministry to correct for iniquity in the, on a genetic level. Because when the iniquity breaks, that's often when people actually get the deliverance from like, oh, wow, you know, the tall gray stopped abducting me when, you know, the DNA was changed on that issue. Like all of them, because the markers in the DNA, they, they, they are the legal rights by which these entity groups gain access to harass people. And that was one of the things that I learned because like my background, right? I'm half Puerto Rican, half Haitian. So I had now occult stuff on both sides. And, you know, on my dad's side, it was voodoo, right? He, he was from, he was actually born on the island of Haiti. If you talk to him, he remembers. There would be voodoo groups all along the coast. Like they'd have their voodoo drums out. They'd have their fires. They'd be, you know, beating their drums, doing their dances, channeling their spirits, which, you know, the fire is there because it's elemental magic. So that is the portal. But, you know, they're, they're doing that on the countryside. Like, you know, it was cultural. People just went to witch doctors. It's like, it, so it's in the bloodline. On my mom's side, they did espiritismo, uh, spiritualism, trans channeling, different things like that. So that was in my genetics. So when I was born, and there was no correction on that. Like my targeting came by way of like, I, I was predisposed to be able to see into the spirit world, things that were not pleasant. And as um, I was able to get deliverance, like that fell off. Like, I don't deal with that anymore. Like, I'm, I'm free. It's very nice. Actually. I live a very peaceful, pleasant life full of abundance and prosperity. Like it's really cool. But um, it took a while to figure out how to like get there because it wasn't just easy. Anyway, so this this explains a lot, and 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 I just want to like tell your listeners like there's hope if you've been harassed by entity groups and and there's been a lot of things that have been targeting you like they, they, <laughs> there are solutions and and we help. I mean we're we're helping thousands of people around the world so. No, that's awesome. I, 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 I really dig what you're saying. You're really enlightened and like, you're not, you're not like the normal or what people would think of as a normal Christian. Like, you know, you're like, you have like an edginess uh, in a good way. You know what I mean? Like you see through the veil and I think that's important. You know what I mean? Like if that makes sense, you know, well, thank you. But like what, what, what I wanted to say was, Oh, my, my, my friend Casey, I can't forget to ask you this. My friend Casey, she's the one who referred me to you. She wants me to ask you about the demonic hierarchy. Um, like, is there a demonic hierarchy? Yes. And does yeah, that absolutely. aliens or is it, is, 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 I mean, like are aliens demons or like what? Yes. Uh, so again, well, that would be a, I guess a matter of opinion. Now I have an opinion and I'll share that with you. So one of the things about, 
studying the Bible is that the Bible doesn't just come out and say alien grace. It, like, but there are entity groups that are described throughout the Bible, um, you know, and, and, and you do have you do have unicorns and dragons and you do have like Lilith is in the, that her, she is actually translated as owl, but Lilith is definitely in the Christian Bible, also in Jewish mysticism. Um, you, you do have Satan who is a dragon. Uh, you have fallen angels. Now, uh, because you don't have like commentary about mantis type entities and alien grace, some people say, well, you know, every, everything that people have called an alien is just a demon in a, in a costume. And, well, um, I don't agree. I think that there is a much larger picture at play. One of the biggest keys we got in, in helping people get freedom came by way of understanding a pre-Adamic reality. And this is the idea that Adam wasn't put in the garden on on day six of the creation in Genesis 1 into a total paradise of everything. He was put in the garden to expand it, to fill the earth and subdue it, because there was something needing to be subdued. In fact, um, there was a pre-existing problem that god was solving with adam and 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 when you understand that what begins to come clear is that there was actually a a rebellion uh that pulled the whole creation out of alignment with perfection um before and and there's a lot that was affected by that and um some of the entity groups that people are interacting with seem to pre-exist humankind as we exist now and then and and they seem to know that and believe that and and people are like trying to figure out well how does this make any sense at all and um i i just think that it's a bigger picture and and i spend a lot of time teaching on this and preaching on it and 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 helping people to realize like one of humanity's biggest problems that we don't realize who we are we don't realize how important we are in the whole cosmic picture like (laughs) You know, it, it, God has a very unique, in my view, uh, 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 agenda that he's working through, man. We are very important. We are way more profound than we give ourselves credit for in existence, in capacity. Um, and that's a conversation we could have. With that said, I think that when we begin to discuss entity groups, like we are talking about groups in different contexts, I think some of them are pre-Adamic entity groups that actually are genuine creations of God that have their own histories, their own stuff, and their own like storyline in a massive cosmic conflict that only connects to humanity because of our role now. But it's like an independent storyline entirely. And then you have other groups that are like hybrids and they 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 are just mixtures of humans and others that that have been created in labs created through intermarriage pulled off planet um left on the planet uh groomed in hollow earth environments and underground environments so uh i think that you know when you begin to unpack it it actually becomes very nuanced it's like well 
you know, all entities are demons or they're actually all other entities. Like, well, no, actually there's a combination because when you talk about being in the astral plane, you know, or people that know how to astral project, one of the things that is commonly understood is you can thought project the way you want to appear in the astral plane. If you are doing, now, I don't teach astral projection, right? I, I, cause I don't need it. Like there's a way more powerful way to handle business in the spirit world than astral projection. That's actually a very vulnerable way to handle, but, but it's what transcendental, um, you know, people do. It's what they train people to do in the satanic cults. They'll like torture a person, drown them, choke them, um, repeatedly kill them in order to train the soul parts that are fragmenting in that environment to go out of body, to learn how to be out of body because they do a lot of body in the soul realm. Like that's just the way they handle business. Um, but they can thought project. So you, you can have a person that's like 400 pounds and, you know, bald and all kinds of stuff like in the physical world, but they have soul parts that project out of body and they can make themselves look like five to 105 pounds, super sexy, like in the astral plane, they can appear that way, but that's not what the physical body looks like at all. So same with the demonic entities, they can mask themselves. I mean, demonic entity could come to somebody and make themselves look like me or you. And um, they, there's a lot of confusion that can be created that way. A lot of uh, hit jobs are, I mean, we could go on that tangent for days, but what, what, the, what the point is, there's a lot of confusion for this reason, right? Because it's like in the natural, you, you have people in the FBI and CIA that put on costumes and make themselves look like someone else and do something. And it's like, no, they were, in, they were, wearing, a, they were wearing a mask, very realistic mask, but that's not what you, it's a false flag. So so I believe that there's a lot of nuance. I believe that there are pre-Adamic beings at work. I believe that there are fallen angel beings at work. I believe that some of them are demons properly understood, which would be more like the spirits of dead hybrids from a, you know, more like a Christian perspective. And then there are just the hybrid groups. Um, I, I, I think there's a lot going on. And people are finding themselves in the mix of that and trying to figure it out. And I think it is a tough cookie to like, it's a tough riddle to solve. I mean, it's just so nuanced. Yeah. One, one thing I'll go back to, I think before we got, before we first got cut off, I think something that you said that was interesting is that you were said that like in your view works, there's multiple dimensions, right? You said there's multiple Mars and multiple Venuses. Like, so that makes me think that maybe something could be going on in a dimension at one time, that's maybe why we're not seeing Mars. Like Mars looks destroyed to us, but on another dimension, it could be popping there. You know, I'm just using that as a vocabulary, but you know what I'm saying? So I, my question is, do, do you think that's why people are having SSP experiences? Or, 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 or do you I think mean, there really is an SSP? Oh, gosh. Okay. Sorry, um, I know that's a tough question. It's a, it's fine to speculate because like that's what we do on the show. We speculate. But I know you no, come no, from no, a no. more evidence-based perspective, but like, you know. Okay, so so <laughs> I'm probably struggling with this question for a, a, a really silly reason. Okay, SSP stands for just tell me what that stands for. Secret space program. So okay, okay so that would be yes. that would be that would be that that would be something that's really going on, right? But like, I guess I'm saying like like these operations that you hear that are going on on Mars and like 
um, you know, like, um, like life on that. There's like under like civilizations and breakaway civilizations on Mars. I guess that would be all be 3d based. Right. I mean, that would be in our reality, but there's stuff going on in other dimensions. You said that like, there's, there's life on Mars, you think, or maybe we don't know. I mean, yeah, like it's, it's all true at the same time. So, okay. One of the, uh, one of the things about Mars, I think is that there's, there's definitely a lot of activity going on on Mars. Now, the, one of the problems that you run into is if you have all of your information being provided to you from an organization that scrubs all of their photos to make sure that you don't see what's there. Yeah. NASA, <laughs> then oh, it, it, it's actually just a Photoshop that causes us to think there's not more going on when there really is like there are cities on mars there are bases there are military operations there are corporations run mars that is absolute fact and they have operations above ground and they have operations underground and they have water like that, that yeah i mean and there are a lot of people that are involved but here's one of the things i think that people need to understand about the secret space program there would be no secret space program if there were no cloning technologies uh, I mean, that's just like a lot of that is connected to cloning and cloning technologies, which is a massive umbrella. Of it's not just like there are clones or not clones. Like there's many types and classes of clones. There's many uh, 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 technologies associated with transferring consciousness. All of that is, is, is fully engaged when you talk about secret space program stuff. And yeah, I mean, they... They, um, there's <laughs> a, there's a vast area of conversation. I, but, but, but what happens is I think that with certain jump gate technologies, if maybe, you know, maybe that's not the right term necessarily, but, um, like what they were doing in project Montauk with the Montauk chair, where they put kids in the chair, you know, they pump them full of this, um, the, the name of it escapes me right now, but then they, they, they torture and sexually stimulate them. The, the, the kid in the chair in a either an orgasmic or pre-orgasmic state uses their mind, opens a portal. This is how they were doing. It. And then they would step through the portal, go to the coordinates and they find themselves in different timelines and, and different things like that. Like you can use portals to go to locations in different timelines. And those timelines sometimes can be like not part of the, actually they're like possible past and potential futures like i had i had one survivor that i worked with who actually went to an earth where the nazis won world war ii in 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 their exposure to project montauk they actually went to an earth with the reality of the nazis having won world war ii because it was a potential past it wasn't our past but it's a potential past that exists in an earth somewhere and because they had the coordinates of that earth they were able to go into that reality and actually be there for a little bit run a mission step back through the portal and come back here so like yeah i mean if this they can do that with earth Holy shit, you're blowing my mind, man. Like, you were perfect for my podcast. So Casey was really right. This girl, she's my friend. She's a, she, she was, she, you, she was right. You, she said that you'd be perfect and you, you really are. You're amazing, man. Like, I don't know where I want to go. Oh, one thing I want to ask you about was, um, 
my my friend Nathan, he uh, he comes on my show. He's a he's a contactee, and uh, he would want me to ask you this question. Um, he was in a cult before. He was in a cult called the Joy of Satan. Now, the interesting about this cult is they're using Anunnaki protocol, like they're using the Anki figure as Satan, and they're saying to like worship Anki. And um, they're doing like kinds of all weird types of shit with that. Like, have you ever heard of that specific cult or have you had any interactions with that? And, or have you ever had any actions with groups like that? Uh, I, no, I haven't heard of that specific group. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would, I would uh, not endorse that group. I think that they're going to definitely take a person in the wrong direction spiritually. That, that that's my perspective because I would believe in Jesus. No, yeah, he's out of it. He's, but, he's 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 reformed now. You know what I mean? Like he's like he's he's speaking against it. You know what I mean? Like and he's interviewing p other people who were a part of this cult. So it was a real thing, and they were using yeah. like I said, like you, I'm sure you know the Anunnaki because you seem like you know about the, all this stuff. Like so they were they were using the figure of Anki as like their their figurehead, and they're having and then and then I also heard there's a spinoff of that where they're, they're using the New Age community. Now too, there's a project. It's called Project Ibis, where they're taking thought. They took the spiritual figure Thoth, and they they've reversed it. Like got like three letter agencies or or what you would call the alphabet agencies are using the Thoth groups to infiltrate the New Age community to pump out a bunch of misinformation. So that's going on too. So there, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, like yeah. Well, here's what I will say to, to all of that. I mean, you, you know, the the Anunnaki um have definitely made their presence felt uh particularly within i think the 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 seeker community people that are trying to understand origins of humanity from a more new age or pantheistic perspective like i'm not going to just be a monotheist like those born christians or whatever certainly not muslim so let's let's try it. and 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 so they're seeking and, you know, there's a lot of people that have leaned into that Anunnaki camp because, you know, I mean, okay, so this this hierarchy of gods, the um, you know, the, their ancient texts uh, uh, are available. And, you know, I mean, the, the whole idea goes that they are the actual creators of humanity and we were created as like a slave race for them. And so... Um, here's what I found. I found that they are a bunch of liars, um, goons. Uh, we've had to deal with a lot of that hierarchy of the Anunnaki and the spirits and uh, get people set free. of the so, so these entities, first of all, they're real. They're actual beings. They do exist. They have an existence relative to linear earth time. They really do. And like, people can really achieve encounters with these beings. So, all of that is like I'm not saying this is fake stuff. I'm saying these this is a real entity group that are liars. They so they're lying to people about who humankind. That's part of the whole thing. It's like I'm saying humankind. We haven't realized how central we are to the whole cosmic conflict taking place. Well, they would like people to believe that we were created to be a slave race and to be subdued by them. So. That is a lot, and 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 they are actually, I, I think, absolutely evil and wicked to the core. And one of the um, interesting things is we've certainly seen that, like Planet X, uh, the Maldek or whatever it's called, like that's a real thing. We've had to get a lot of people delivered of that. That's 
that's um, not fake either. And uh, they, they, they work a lot of agendas against people. Um, and so, look, I, that, that, that's what I'll say. So, yeah, you, you had asked about like a hierarchy in the spirit. Now, oh, I yeah. would say that Anunnaki are on the um, higher end of that hierarchy. They're, 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 like, they would be considered some of the big guys up there with um, the ascended masters. Those are some of the big guys as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, obviously, other big guys would include Poseidon, um, Lucifer, Mammon, Beelzebub, Baphomet. Like these guys, they, they, they have massive, massive, huge uh, weight um, in the hierarchy. Uh, one of the interesting things, though, is that, you know, I think Christians want to boil everything down to a very basic cosmology where it's like you have Satan and he runs everything and then everything is like just under him and it's just a very well-oiled machine in the kingdom of darkness. That's not been my experience in working with people. What my experience has been is that there are a lot of factions. There are a lot of factions within the spirit realm and there are power brokers and Satan happens to be a major power broker, you know, and there's a in Satan Lucifer thing going on and um, but like major power brokers. And then, there are entire kingdoms and vast resources under those power brokers. There is some collaboration. And then there's also uh, plenty of infighting. And that goes from the spirit realm into the natural realm. I mean, even, even in the Illuminati, like the Illuminati families are not all in agreement. They don't always agree. That's World War I in a nutshell. Like you had the Rothschild side of the Illuminati killing off the Romanov side of the Illuminati because they didn't want communism. Like there was an, they didn't agree on how to bring about a new world order. So let's kill off this whole family. That's world war one. I. I mean, that's not the version of world war one that we get, but that, that's really what happened. And so, and then they made an enemy out of Germany because there was a setup uh, to, to then bring about a second world war because they're advancing a, uh, a geopolitical agenda centered on the Middle East and what they want to call the state of Israel. That's another conversation. So I no, but, I know exactly uh, what you mean with that. I know the whole story that the Rothschilds went to England and that's how they got us in the war was by helping to create the state of Israel, right? Yep. I thought so, declaration, yeah. friend. Yeah, it, it's crazy, right? It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it, and that, so we kind of got duped into World War II. Yeah, it was set up. And, and and the Germans were set up. I mean, they, they were set up. Well, that doesn't take anything away from what Hitler did. Like, I'm so interested in this. This is so interesting. <laughs> I think so, Thank too. You, dude, this is awesome. Like, if you can explain, what, what happened with the Germans? What, I mean, do you think they were, so do you don't think they were actually killing people? I think they were killing people, though, right? There was definitely the Holocaust. Yeah. Oh, that was definitely a Holocaust. I, I see, um, I, when I say it, they, they were set up, right, after World War One, they went into, like, deep poverty. They, they were, like, there were so many things that were cut off from the Germans in what they were allowed to do. They couldn't even have their own military for a while because of the agreements and all that stuff. So, so, so it created a chasm into which a leader like Hitler could be released. Um, and... And, 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 you know, it's, 
Okay, so first of all, the Rothschilds are Khazarian Jews. They, they're not yeah. real Jews, uh, nor are many of the related families. Like you, you have people that really do descend from the bloodlines of David and the tribe of Judah and, 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 you know, Levi and parts of Benjamin that are real Jews that, and then you have these Khazarians that really, they came from Georgia. They converted to Judaism and, and, (laughs) but they're not real Jews. And at least genetically speaking, and, and, and they are um, absolutely Luciferian and, so you have these Luciferians that set up all this stuff claiming to be Jews. And then you have people that are like, the Jews ruined our lives because these evil people really, like the Luciferians really did do a lot of it. And they were really eating people. Like, so then you have others that come back around and say, well, the Jews eat people. And it's like, well, just because the Rothschilds do doesn't mean the genetic ones do per se, uh, unless we're talking about certain like sects that like the Frankists and the, you know, the deep Kabbalistic believing groups, but um, that's That's interesting. Um, Yes. What what, what I'm saying is there's a reason why they create a void where someone like Hitler can come in and do so much evil to so many innocent people. It's a setup, but like from the Illuminati perspective, it was a necessary sacrifice. We have to sacrifice 6 million Jews so that we can have that much bloodshed to power this agenda, to put this state in the middle of Palestine, take it by force, um, and, and and then, you know, install our government there and destabilize the nations. And, 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 and that's, that was part of a setup, I think, to then create a World War III scenario centered on the Middle East, which our government helped to train and fund for a long We trained bin Laden through our CIA, which was established with, like, you know. Um, yeah, I know that. That is true. That's all That's all true, that, that, that they, we trained bin Laden, for sure, I know. And and, and then didn't we have relations with, with Saddam Hussein as well before uh, he had some problems with the Bush family? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, everything was fine until he didn't want to sell oil in American dollars. That, that's when we had to go after Saddam Hussein. Yeah, yeah. He, and, and then he started thinking he was the reincarnated Reb Nebuchadnezzar at one point. I think he had Anki on their dollar bill or something like that, right? Or he, had a, yeah, he had an Anarchy figure. I don't know anything about that, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, he was trying. They said he was trying to restore the old Babylon. Like he thought that. I think somebody thought that there was like a Stargate or a portal there. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. That's another conspiracy theory as to why the U.S. might have went into Iraq. That there might have been a Stargate there, and that we wanted access to that Stargate. Have you ever heard that? Yes, I have heard that. I've heard it's that. I, I don't have an opinion. I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because I mean, from everything else that we talked about that is real, how could that not be real, right? I mean, like, I mean, I mean, because our world's not what we thought it was, right? When the, what we were, it's like you said in the beginning, it's like what we grew up and we were taught. It's not, the world's completely way more mysterious, way more paranormal, way more conspiratorial. It's just that's just the way it is. I think that's the more I'm, the more interviews that I do, the more I'm learning that it seems like, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it's true. You know, history doesn't happen arbitrarily. Everything that happens in this world happens because someone made a plan and executed some agenda. Like this, 
it, you don't just have movements and uprisings and changes in governments and all that by chance. It, and so I think that a conspiratorial view of history is the only reasonable like view of history when you understand human condition. It's like, no, people make a plan. It starts with a select group of people. And realistically, if you want to move anything in the, in, 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 in the physical world in a real way, you need spiritual power to do it. Everybody knows this. That's actually doing anything significant. Like most world leaders, politicians, like they have spiritual power backing them. They either pay for it, they make a sacrifice for it, they sign a contract for it, or they get a bunch of people that can really pray, like Christians, praying for them. But everybody knows if you're going to do something big, in the world, like you don't just wake up with a good plan and say, I'm going to do something like you need some kind of spiritual power to push it through the gate. And that's why that's why, you know, a, a, a lot of world leaders, even like Hollywood stars and all they, they, they do get into these agreements. They, they, I mean, they show up at meetings and rituals. They sign contracts and they make trades. A lot of people right now are navigating very painful life situations because they have a grandfather who made a deal on a trading floor of the Freemasonic Lodge to have a successful business. But the trade-off was their future generations. So they were successful you know, 50 years ago, and now they have their kids and they're all on drugs and destitute, no opportunity and can't seem to get anything working for them. It's like they're sitting under these Freemasonic curses. Uh, well, yeah, you know, because when you get power from the kingdom of darkness, there's there, there's a price and someone's going to have to pay it at some point. With that said, One thing I wanted to yeah. Ask you about, um, the, this is important. It, 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 it hits deep with me because, uh, I we I I have a friend who I think is a targeted individual, but I I I think she has mental health issues too. But like I can tell she's targeted. Like uh, like do you what are your thoughts on TAs or targeted individuals? And like how do you think we can tell it when there's a difference between mental health and targeted? Like it's tough, right? I mean, like especially when you have someone you think is targeted, but they might have a mental health issue too. It's like it's almost like you feel bad for them, but it's like. And this, my friend, it's like, it's hard for her to get, I'm ready to send her to you because like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like she, I mean, like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. You know, like, I, I mean, like, what are your thoughts on TAs? So, so, so targeted individuals, TIs, we, we have been working in this realm for years. I, I have sat down with a lot of targeted individuals. Let me tell you something. It's a challenge. Okay. Um, it is a challenge because technology is real. Here's something about the brain that people need to understand. There is no firewall on the human mind. Like, and tinfoil hats don't work. And, you know, the brain works on electric currents, just like every, like the body is a massive electrical circuit. You know, it, it, I mean, ancient traditional Chinese medicine works on something called meridian lines, energy pathways through the body. They are very real. They do exist. The body's giant electrical circuit. Our nervous system is electrical impulses running through the body, um, it's communicating with the brain, other organs. This is how things function, right? So everyone has a brainwave signature and that brainwave signature can absolutely be hacked. Okay. So like uh, voice to skull technologies and, and this is some old stuff. I mean, you know, people want to say, oh, you know, these people are just crazy. They're just making, they're not. 
these technologies really, they're old, old. Voice to skull have been going on a long time. All they need to do is know the brainwave signature of a person. And, and, and they keep a lot of people's signatures on file. So, yeah, I mean, if there's an operation, you want to harass a person, they just kind of like push a button and suddenly that person begins to experience symptoms of targeting. Now, uh, the thing about targeted individuals, I think, is there's there it's a broad spectrum, it's a broad paintbrush because a lot of people put themselves into this category because they cannot understand what's happening to them. They have often similar experiences, like okay, uh, uh, I always know when they're coming for me because I hear motorcycles revving their engines outside of my apartment window, like. Every time the motorcycles come, I know they're coming for me. You know, they they drive and they report strange traffic patterns around their car. It's like, all right, you know, what the heck is going on? Now, now that's a different targeted individual than the targeted individual that literally, like, you know, they dated somebody they shouldn't have dated, and their dad's in the mob, and they broke their heart, and now the actual mafia wants to hurt them physically. And so physical people with physical guns are targeting you and you probably want to get out of town. Like targeted individuals exist because people break fellowship within three letter agencies. And it's like, no, they actually did work for the CIA. They got the job, then they didn't do a good job. And now there's a hit job on them and they are a targeted individual. Like there's that person. And then there's the person that's just like, what's happening to me? I'm a normal guy. And now everything in my life is upside down and I can't explain it. And then there are targeted individuals that are completely dissociated. And what that means is they in alternate personalities have been involved in satanic cults in government projects. They don't remember any of it because it's blocked behind amnesia walls. And suddenly in their natural life, the realities of those worlds begin to blur into this one. And they are experiencing spying. They're being watched. They're being tracked. And they can't figure out why. And so, you know, I, I meet people from like every group, right? And, I, and, and, and they're like, well, help me. And the, the interesting thing is, you know, it, it was very hard for me to, to, to help some of these people because it's like, well, how do you just stop all of this from happening? Like, I, I'm not living where you live. I don't know how. To, and what we realized is that with certain prayer strategies, anything is possible. And we've been able to, to get a lot of people a lot. I remember, like, this is, this is actually a real story. Um, I was uh, working with uh, a gentleman in, in um, Europe. Actually, his name is Robert Van Dries Mitchell. He's been on my podcast before. He's an Illuminati defector, extraordinary life experience. And so, um, but he was a client of mine and, and, and for, we worked together for many years. And so one day we're doing a session, but what that means I'm on the phone with him doing prayer ministry and he is sitting in his apartment over there in, I mean, England, right? The United Kingdom. And, uh, <laughs> There is a black helicopter that shows up over his apartment. Like it just comes over, black helicopter, right? And starts like using some kind of frequency weapon on him. I mean, you, like you can't make this stuff up. And so he's yeah. like, yeah, the black helicopter is sitting outside. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like, well, what do you want me to do about that? So I prayed about it. Like I really went in praying. In the name of Jesus, right? And here's what he saw. So he, he sees, he begins to see this field, like begin to envelop the black helicopter. And they just flew off. 
and we continued our prayer session as normal. Like it, but it, you know, it, it physically left. And what I'm saying is, we the, the the longer we worked on this stuff, the more we began to see the supernatural intervention on 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 very physical, real observations uh, to shut things down, to change things, to alleviate stress for people. Um, one of the things that I began to realize is that there is a way to target what I would call evil councils. Now, whether it's a military base, um, an entity group uh, of, 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 you know, higher dimensional beings or whatever it is, there's often some kind of governance council that sits over whatever operations are happening um, through that group. And so when you have people that are being targeted by uh, operation with some kind of group, and then there's a council that sits behind it, whether it's a council of five or a council of nine or a council of 13, like there's a council that's signing off on this person will be targeted and abused and harassed. And this is the you know resource pool that we're going to use to do it in the spirit world, in the natural world. And then we're going to sit behind all of that. And, you know, we're, we're the power brokers on this. Sometimes it's human, sometimes it's not. Well, we were able to get to a certain point where we were able to take on the councils with, with like literally a prayer strategy. So I wrote it down in my book, Extreme Prayers to Shake Heaven and Earth. Once we started dealing with it on the, on the council level in the name of Jesus, what we found was that by taking on the council, we could cut off the power that's flowing from the head of the source point of the power. And when that would get cut off and judged in the spirit, like everything else beneath it just dries up. And we started seeing breakthrough for targeted individuals at a, at a rate and at a level we had never seen before. So this happened a few years ago. It took us a long time to get to that point. Um, and so we, we, we have... It's been a long time, but, but but we over the years have been able to create prayer resources based on mechanics of the spirit that are capable of overruling technology-driven harassment, even coming from artificial intelligences and quantum computers. And that's that's another source of of of, of pain that targeted individuals suffer. What they don't realize is that they either have some kind of, or you, you could call it a digital twin or um, their DNA, but it's interacting with an actual quantum computer that has access to them in the natural. And so there's an interface and a harassment based on that. And, and they induce trauma and cause all kinds of strangeness. Well, you know, around the same time, a few years ago, we, we, we figured out how to um, get people delivered from quantum computers and artificial intelligence like so we moved way past demons you're like demons that's old school fallen angels that that was like you know now we're deal because this is what targeted individuals are suffering from it's, it's it's like they really are plugged into these quantum computers and a lot of them they're off planet which makes things even more difficult because like well who built this thing the reptilians did but not the ones in antarctica the ones that are off planet or some other group like it's like so we have, um, you know, really seen a lot of relief for people. I mean, all of this is through the power of Jesus Christ. So, like, well, can I get this if I still, you know, do my uh, other religion stuff and serve Enki? Like, not really, friend. It's you have to pick a side. But, but the, we have seen fruit, and that's what's really exciting. Because for me, 
I'm not in this conversation because I'm a researcher. Like I do research, but I, I'm in this conversation because I want to help people. And I know where my help came from. My help came from Jesus. And I know that uh, other people have had help come from Jesus. Like they've had breakthrough. They've had freedom. They're not harassed like they used to be. There's fruit. People are entering peace and joy. Their life is being restored. And that's what I'm in the business for. I'm, I'm here to see people helped and, and, and lives redeemed and broken families healed. Like that's my heart. So this is just where we, <laughs> this is where we landed. No, I like that. But like, so, so, okay, here's is my last question. And I don't, I'm, I don't ever like to, I'm not disagreeing with you because I believe Jesus too. Like, I, I, but like a lot of my subscribers, when I have a Christian guest on, a lot of my subscribers yeah. either grew up in, in a Catholic religion and they were done wrong in some way, or they were in a Christian cult or they were an evangelist or something. Like, I just want to make the the point that you're different in a way, like you're a more, um, I know you're a Christian, so that, you know, so I'm not dogging on Christians at all, but I think there's a difference between regular dogmatic religion and what you're doing. Is that, would that be fair to say or no? I mean, it would be fair. A lot of the same people that have caused listeners in your audience pain would also attack me. I mean, they'd say, oh, this guy's, you know, something or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I, and I understand. I understand. I, I, I meet a lot of people that have been very hurt by religion, and my, my heart very much goes out to them. But yeah, but I think there's a difference. I think there's power in the name of Jesus. I believe that because you're not the first person that said this. Like, I've heard people stopping abductions. And I know we don't have a lot of time left. I, I, I just I just think that uh, there, there, there there's has to be something with that, right? Like, that I've heard people say that there's something that, that they, uh, they've been able to stop abductions by calling on Jesus. Like it's, there's something, there's something to that, right? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know to kind of sum everything up, I guess. Well, you know, I, I approach this from my viewpoint and experience. And, and that, that is my experience. My experience is that the name of Jesus has power. That is just what I have seen with my own two eyes and bear witness to. That's um, awesome. So there it is. Yeah. Well, th no, this was amazing. I, and uh, I, I can't wait to put it out. Um, can you tell everybody like anything you want to promote, promote like the name of your book or the, your YouTube or your website or, and thank you so much. This was amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This was awesome. I'd love to have you back as a guest another time. Like this was, this was really cool. Yeah. You, you know, um, we, we're, we, we have a, we, we're everywhere. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, like you could find bride ministries. If you just Google my name, Dan Duvall, Daniel Duvall, it, you'll, it, you'll find all kinds of stuff. Our webs, the ministry website is bridemovement.com. And yeah, we, we explore a lot of subjects. Right now, we're actually talking about something very, I find very interesting, which is elementals, elemental spirits in the elemental kingdom, which would be a lot of fun to talk about as well. I think that has, you know, everything in our reality is affected by elements of earth, fire, air, and water. The elemental kingdom is all throughout every belief system in the world, as well as Christianity. And the elemental spirits are at the center of way more than we bargained for. Um, 
and, and that's another whole other category of conversation. We didn't touch on this podcast, but yeah, we're, 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 we've been exploring that most recently. And so anyway, yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, that sounds fascinating. I'd love to schedule with you again and, and do another show. This was this was mind-blowing. This was amazing. Seriously, this was good stuff. Thank you, Rob. All right. Well, um, and uh, until next time, and, and thank you. I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll shoot you an email. We'll do it again. 